Coming up, today's guest shares three simple strategies that has helped his app get shared with more users. Also, you'll discover the differences of being featured under the games versus the apps category, how he was featured through a couple of different referrals, and lastly, how he cleverly incorporated his in-app purchase within the story of his app. All that and so much more. The most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Adjust gives you the tools you need for end-to-end app analysis. Not just the macro level stuff, but the micro details. You can identify, dissect, and leverage data trends. Just go to adjust.com slash app masters. AppRadar helps you accelerate your mobile growth through their simple ASO platform, and they set up optimized Apple search ads to help you scale up your user acquisition. Check them out at appradar.com. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of AppMasters.com, the place you go when you want action-packed content in the app business. And this is the podcast, YouTube channel, blog, wherever you want to call it, that will give you action-packed content that allows you to grow our business. Because frankly, all I'm trying to do is really look for awesome apppreneurs and then bring them on so that we can all collectively grow together. Today, I've got a phenomenal guest. His name is Simeon, and I'm not going to try his last name, but he is the founder at Imaginary, and the app is called Imaginary, and you could search for it or go to the in the app source or search for, or go to the website imaginary.app. Simon, welcome to the show. Yeah. Yeah, hi Steve. Thanks for inviting me. Okay, tell me your name properly. Yeah, it's Simeon. In Russian, it's like it's easy, like Simeon. But uh, for English-speaking persons, it's quite difficult. So it's Semyon. Okay. Semyon. Okay. And you said <laughs> yeah. you could call you Simon, but I'm gonna try with Simeon. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> so tell me about the app, man, and tell me about how you've been able to get it featured by Apple. Yeah. So uh, the app is. Um, it's quite difficult for me to explain it to people. Probably the first reason is because it's never been before. I mean, some kind of this app has never been on the App Store. It's like uh, the mix of books, games, and even theatrical experiences. So I prefer to call it experience. Yes. So mm-hmm. imaginary is experience. Uh, and this is an experience made especially for uh, smartphones. And actually, at the moment, it's only for iOS, iPhones. So uh, the main uh, thing about it is uh, you are the main character. You, I mean the reader or the player of this, of this book, of this game. So uh, this app, this book, it breaks the fourth wall and it just uh, it makes an immersive experience where you interact with the character in the other world and you see a lot of stuff like animated bo- words like letters falling when it says it's there was a shoe drop and you f- see the letters drop falling down and you see you have to blow to your microphone to get the fog on the screen away and so on and so on and uh, there are a lot of such wow moments magical moments and uh, this is uh, what makes this special. And uh, this is was uh, this was our main strategy to to create some uh, unique um, app 
And the, that's how we tried to get in touch with Apple. So from the beginning, we tried to find all the uh, contacts we, we could. Uh, and we decided that it would be great to find Russian contacts. As you know, uh, App Store, it has editorial teams in every country. And in every country, I don't know if it's in every country, but in uh, big countries for them, like Russian Federation, like United States, China, and so on, they surely have some editorial team in this country. So uh, for uh, I, I got lucky, and uh, some person who saw my game in beta testing, he told me, hey, I, I got some contact of App Store Manager. Uh, and, uh, yes. And he said, uh, like, it's just the same as the form. I mean, uh, this, the same person receives, you know, there is a form which you have to, uh, yeah. complete appstore.com slash promote. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, as I understand it, they, uh, then they put uh, these, uh, forms to editorial teams in the exact country. So, but he gave me, he told me, I have the contact of App Store Manager, and this manager told me if I see any interesting projects, I can share his email. So he said, I think, Simeon, your project is interesting. Let me share this contact with you. So we've got the contact, and uh, we contacted. First, we launched in Russia, in Russian, on Russian language, because the book is language-specific, because it's the book, yes, and there are all these animations. So... At first, it was only in Russian and in Russian language. And we got in touch with the App Store manager. And in about two weeks, we got featured. Hey, we were really happy. That's awesome. But there, yeah, but there was really uh, a little problem. Uh, we decided to try. I don't know why, but we thought that that would be cool to reach top of some category. And we thought that we should put imaginary not in games category, but in books category. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, the problem was that books category uh, put us uh, as an app, not as a game. Yes. And, you know, there are two tabs in the App Store, uh, like apps and games. Mm -hmm. So uh, as we put our category uh, as books, we set it as books, we got featured in apps category, in apps tab. And it didn't bring a lot of impressions, actually. It uh, brought us about, I think, it was in Russia. It was featured in Russia. I, I don't want to tell you the exact absolute numbers. They won't tell you anything. But I want to say that it was about 10 times less than we got when we were featured in uh, GameStop. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, so the App Stop, it gets uh, much, much less uh, impressions than uh, GameStop. <clears throat> Uh, I think we got about 79,000 impressions in uh, App Stop, in uh, App Store, uh, when we get featured in apps. And in games, we got about, I don't know, like 2 million impressions. Wow. So you were <laughs> yeah. you had the advantage of being featured under the games category first and then being like, hey, let's try to hack the charts and let's move categories. And so you move the category to games, I mean, to books and then now you were featured under the new apps so you just got swapped over so you have the luxury of seeing the impressions for both categories uh actually i didn't swap at the moment you know it's just we got two features the oh, first one at I the see. launch 
Yeah, the first was at the lunch, and it was uh, not very good because we we used the first uh, category as books. And this was the bad decision because we reached the top of the books, but nobody at the moment nobody <laughs> sees the top categories. Sure. It's just useless. Yeah, probably it was uh, useful sometime before, but now it's useless. Yeah, and uh, in about three months after, we got featured in Russia in games category. We got a pretty good feature, you know, where like uh, things we are playing at. There was a video. And uh, this was much better. Hey, yeah, Simeon, yeah. like, tell me how how did you do a beta launch where you got somebody who had these connections to Apple? Like, who was this person, and how did you do your beta launch? Uh, you know, we mm, my book it consists of six chapters, and the first two chapters are free, and the last one are you have to pay for it. Like, it's a trial. Trial is free, and then you have to pay in the same app just to keep reading till the end. And uh, at the first, just like year before launching the official release, we did first two chapters, only these two chapters. We coded them, uh, and we I just posted uh, in Facebook like, "Hey guys, I'm having uh, some game. If you want to test it, go ahead." And uh, in my connections, I had some people who were like, you know, they were connected to app industry, gaming industry, to uh, animation. They were animation in industry. Like, oh, it actually doesn't matter. The thing is, they were connected to the gaming industry, let's say so. Okay. And so they, they had the, this contact. They were like, uh, they reached these managers before. And this is how it eventually happened. Got it. Yes. So it was just a friend of yeah. a friend, almost. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know this person, actually. Okay. I, I didn't know him. He just saw this and he said he really loved it. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. The, the Better thing... launch. Mm-hmm. So, go ahead. No, no, no. Sorry. Keep going. The beta launch, did you just do it as a pre-order or was it through like a test flight type of thing? No, it was even not pre-order. It was just we silently put it on the App Store. Uh, I just uh, had some little traffic through advertising networks. Just little, really little, like about 200 downloads. And some, uh, you know, and there was some uh, organic traffic from the App Store. Probably they show it to people like recommended to you and uh, the thing was that just the right first review uh in russia it was like uh we didn't know you know we didn't know what the reaction would be and right the first review was five stars and it was like the flames uh, smiles and it it was nice. like uh, how do i uh, start over because i want to show it to my wife this was the the best thing I read. And this person, he actually found us through the Facebook by himself. And we had a opportunity to ask him about how did he like it, what didn't he didn't like. So it was just like a miracle. <laughs> In the first uh, person uh, who found this book, he, he found us. And this was really awesome. That's awesome. So yeah. your beta launch was really just being launched in the App Store. Kind of, but yeah, quietly. Yeah, just silently. Nice. Yeah, just quietly. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, you've got some amazing views. The next thing I want to talk about is how you got how you get viral traffic. There are points in the app where you try to get people to share. And also, I want to learn how you've been able to get so many stinking reviews. I mean, just in the U.S. App Store alone, your rating is 4.7 with over 1,900 reviews. 
but Simeon. Before I do, I want to thank my sponsor, AppRadar.com. Look, guys, if you're looking for a free ASO tool, a free, completely free ASO tool that's going to give you all the bells and whistles in terms of keyword research, in terms of giving you the data for traffic and difficulty, well, then check out AppRadar. They came out with a free plan that allows you to have over 200 keywords and two apps. All you got to do is connect to your app store and you can see all the data and the emails. I get these daily emails for my apps. The emails are so stinking beautiful. And I really love the keyword explorer. So one of the key things to ASO and growing traffic through ASO is really finding the right types of keywords. And so it's really coming up with creative keywords rather than always just having the same keywords that everybody else is targeting. Well, you need to come up with more creative keywords and they have a tool that is called keyword explorer that allows you to do just that. So you can have a leg up on the competition and find the keywords that have the, the traffic and the low difficulty that your competitors may not be focusing on. So go sign up for that free plan, appradar.com. Put in the chat and say, hey guys, I heard about you on App Masters. So I get a little street cred, but appradar.com and go sign up for that free plan. All right, Simeon. So let's talk about let's talk about the viral aspect of things. Yeah. So how how are you able to do this? Yeah, so uh we actually tried uh at the beginning there was uh there were two points of uh, uh trying to get viral. The first point was uh, uh, just the simple sharing button in the menu, right? So uh, the person could uh, just share about the book. Well, it, it's just the simplest way. I mean, it actually doesn't uh, work. I mean, uh, uh, probably almost nobody uh, hits it. Yeah, so uh, it was like, let's say it was the half of the point of entries. The other point was uh, at the end. Just right when the person ends the book, I don't want to spoil it to the audience, but um, there is a moment when it captures the video of you, uh, like by doing something, you don't know about it, uh, but at the end, uh, you don't expect, and this video comes out, and um, we were expecting people to share this video with their friends, and... Uh, because we know we knew we saw the reactions in real life how people reacted to this and we saw everybody was laughing about this and uh, we expected people to share these videos at the end and uh, it was not quite as we expected it because people don't share it through uh, social networks at the moment you know they don't i don't know probably this is the trend as nobody shares to the white uh, audience, but we saw that people shared it uh, through the messengers. And uh, through the messengers went most of our uh, shares and it got some viral effect in these videos. But uh, the last point we added, um, it was not long, so long time ago, um, we added an opportunity to invite friends uh, to keep reading instead of paying for uh, the full version. So uh, at the moment where you reach paywall and you have to pay five bucks to continue, mm -hmm. uh, there is a back door and you actually have to find this back door. Uh, it's quite easy. You have to turn to the back to the previous page. That's why it's called back door. <laughs> so, and yeah. 
And uh, if you if you don't find it, we have some push notifications, which will eventually in three days they will lead you there. So and you just had to invite seven friends to keep reading. And uh, this thing worked. We used branched.io for this purpose. And uh, so we could uh, just uh, get the info about how many people the user invited. And if it reached seven persons, he just could keep going. Actually, we saw that somebody just invited like four or five persons. Then he just uh, bought it and uh, continued reading. So we had... He uh, he bought and he invited some people, so we were. It was both win-win, and it's a common thing here. So I think this solution will work pretty good for us. And uh, the last thing, as you told about the, rev- the reviews, right? I don't know if it's a part of viral. Uh, how do you think? Is the is this? Are there no? Reviews? Because let's move on to the yeah the reviews too. Because I think part of it is like. That's what I always look for for when I quote success for an app is how many reviews they have. Like it is an indication of how well the app is doing. Yeah. So uh, this was also one of my main KPIs. Actually, in Russia, in US, we have 4.7. In Russia, we have 4.8. Actually, in US, we are also waiting for 4.8. It's just, you know, a little bit of reviews to come uh, to get higher uh, great, but uh, still it's good. Yeah. So uh, we have uh, everything in Imaginary is actually integrated. We put a lot of efforts to integrate like Paywall because Paywall, we have a lot of reviews that say this is the first app they spend the money on. Mm. And this is this was like, wow, really? Thanks. And people uh, were mm, really astonished Sorry for I'm looking for a suitable word. They were surprised by the way they had to be paid. They had to pay, and uh, they mentioned it in their reviews. Like, wow, this is the great way to integrate paywall, and this was one of the reasons I paid for it, guys. And the second thing which we integrated really carefully was uh, asking for the review. So in our app book, the imaginary itself is like a live person. I mean, it's alive. And at some moment, there is like a technical break. Everything just like, you know, glitches. And it says, oops, sorry, we are having some technical break, but we will be back on the next page. And at the moment, if you have something, uh, if you loved imaginary and you want to leave a review, so go on. And uh, we have some, we got the trick during the whole book. You know, there are animations with the words. Mm-hmm. Like if you are reading and uh, he was melting. And right when your eyes are at the word melting, the word melting starts melting. Wow. You understand? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and we use like reading, uh, we count uh, users' uh, reading speed. So, uh, in this trick with uh, asking him for the reviews, just when the book told, so if he wanted to leave a review, he could do this. And we popped up the review rating uh, pop up, you know, like native uh, pop up uh, menu from the Apple which allows you to ask for the review just like one time per year, I, I, I think. You know, yes, it's a native feature for the yep. iOS apps. Yes, so this was also a wow effect. And uh, I think this is the reason why a lot of people, uh, it was the point of uh, culmination. I mean, uh, uh, a lot of people wanted, they were positive at this point. We knew it. And this is how we made it. And actually, these are only the people who uh, made the purchase. 
so uh, we were sure that these are these would be positive reviews uh, but uh, of course uh, we couldn't do anything to have such really good reviews i mean we had some reviews like this uh, app made me laugh reading again or i have never seen anything like this before so um, i think one part of this is just uh, craftfully and uh, really good quality I, awesome. I think that's that's the essential part <clears throat> yes but of course these reviews they uh make me warm i i read them <laughs> the evenings and i see that people loved what we made and it makes me happy <clears throat> hey simeon so did you have like writing expertise when you put this app together and also like what did you see in the actually let me let me start with that and then i'll get to my second question yeah okay so like so uh, yeah go for it yeah, um, I wrote this app by myself. I mean, uh, not the development part. I had a developer, partner developer. Uh, but uh, I made, uh, if you're asking about the script, right? Yeah, I mean, the script, the, whole the story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. this was one of my goals. I wanted to make the whole story. I wanted to write the whole story created by myself. I mean, just to, um, to get a sense of what it's like to create the long story. I used to work as a creative at advertising agencies and I used to write short scripts for uh, advertising and uh, I never used to write long stories. I never used to write long forms. Imaginary is, uh, it's not like a novel, you know, it's not like Harry Potter, but it's still, it's like 18,000 words. That's so awesome. it was like a challenge for me to write something interesting. Uh, and I think I did it. Of course, I'm not the super cool author. I had some uh, editors to help me, like on the Russian part and, of course, on the when I translated it to English. And uh, it was good. I mean, it was not uh, really not something awesome. There were some really good twists that I liked, that audience liked. But uh, the core thing was, of course, uh, how animations, how interactions uh, and how sounds were integrated into it. And you can see it from the reviews. Of course, some people say they love the story, but uh, most of them say that the integration and this immersive effect of all those things coming all together was the crucial part. Yes. Was that planned? Like, did you script that out in terms of like, hey, these animations, when the word, when I say the word melt, they're going to melt too. Did you start thinking about how the animations were going to incorporate with the story? Yes, this was just like the main thing. I mean, this whole story, uh, I mean, even the core idea of this story about you as the reader reading about the character, yes, it's uh, in its essence, it keeps something whole in itself, you know, like it's... Uh, very integrated everything is uh, connected so uh from the beginning i was uh, measuring i was uh, craftfully looking for where i can put this animation where i can put another animation where i can put sound where i can use some uh, interesting uh, interaction like you know there is interaction where you need to put your iphone near nearby a metallic object metal object mm -hmm. and uh, to pull the lightning from the other world. And we added, uh, when you pull this lightning, there is a flashlight. We, we turn on the flashlight at some moment. You don't see it, but you've got the effect like fictional uh, world uh, lightning 
went through your iPhone and it hit the awesome. uh, surface around you. Yes. So like these things, uh, they were integrated since the beginning. So they were not like first I wrote the story and then I thought, oh, how do I make it better? No, I understood that I'm not such a great writer. Uh, and uh, I mean, I know that uh, I knew that I can write some good plot probably, but I'm not really good with words. Mm. I mean, like, uh, they're not very artistic, you know, not such uh, artistic um, descriptions of the scenery or so on. So I compensated it with beautiful animations, which uh, really interacted with your imaginations. And did the editor um, help out with some of the plot points? As you said, hey, I wasn't good with that, but like there's some mo- there's some plot changes and some twists that you really liked. Uh uh, I mean, with uh, I, I'm good with twists and like drama. Uh, how is it in English? <laughs> I don't know the exact word. I mean, like drama, like how how the points should be put. Yeah. Uh, but I wasn't good with the exact words, how to say it, and they were like, you know, there were some comments like, it was like the it was like written by the teenager. Somebody told me, <laughs> but yes, because the words are not really. Um, artful i don't know how to say it so editor helped me with this he uh, made some descriptions more uh, interesting he made some uh, words more uh, playful you know so yes the editor helped me with this a lot that's awesome and, man. Uh, yes yes hey the the la- <clears throat> the other thing i wanted to talk about was were you inspired by you know apps like hooked or what's it yarn yeah. you know these type of apps at all is that did that come into play on like how you thought about imaginary? Sure, sure. Um, what it began with, uh, actually, it began lots, lot time ago because when I was working, I used to work in, uh, you know, I don't know if there are such, such things as escape rooms in US. Dude, yeah, they uh, are. I do it with every yeah. single retreat that I host because it's such a great way to oh. like bring people together. So, yeah, I'm going to be in Barcelona and we're going to do an escape room too. There. Oh, cool. So, yeah, I was one of the first people in Moscow who started this thing. No way. And actually, yeah, and actually this thing, it started, uh, I know that we wanted to start it in the United States, and in the United States, it wasn't popular at the moment. So, I mean, it went from the Europe. And I got some friends in L.A. who got some escape rooms there, and they took these things from the Moscow. So, uh, I can tell a lot about this, but that's not the theme, right? So, uh, <laughs> when I used to work in escape rooms, I uh, was looking for some inspirations, and I found such a game, Device 6. I don't know if you know about it. Okay. It's by Sweden company Simogo, and it's also a book and a game. Not like imaginary, but in some way it's really interesting and really artful. And uh, I got inspired by it. And uh, it was five years ago or six years ago. I don't know. Yes. And some time passed. And then I thought, so before Hooked, there was Lifeline. It was like Hooked, but it was a short story. Like the whole app was, yes, Hooked is a lot of story. And Lifeline was a short story in the same format when you tap in in the form of uh, Messenger. And... uh, then I was, and then I started looking for the same apps. And uh, the friend of mine, he uh, t- told me, "Look at this app, Hooked. They've got uh, huge growth. They are growing in the US. They are very popular." Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I started thinking about it, and I thought, "Wow, I, I think people, you know, people say that uh, teenagers nowadays they don't read." 
Mm-hmm. But uh, I thought probably we need to find some really good form for this. And uh, I thought about making it like a messenger format, but I thought that uh, this form for me is a little bit, uh, first of all, hooked already have it. And the second thing is it, it has some restrictions. You know, you can't uh, describe anything. It's not so uh, literal. I, I mean, it's cool in some way because it has dialects, but you can't describe like scenery in there. So I started to think about measuring this way. And then I found the app called Blackbox. Blackbox is the app where you use a lot of uh, iPhone features, like you need to turn on the flashlight, you need to use your brightness, you need to uh, have a walk to complete some uh, uh, tasks. And I thought that uh, this was cool, and I decided to integrate it into my future app, which became imaginary. So uh, these were the main inspirations for me, yes. And um, of course, and I would like to mention Monument Valley as one of the inspirations because uh, I it inspired me. I saw that, okay, such games can have some uh, uh, reaction. It, they can gain some popularity. And I also was looking on, on their gameplay time, you know. So I saw Monument Valley is two hours long. So uh, this was my KPI for gameplay time. I said to myself, I will have imaginary to have like two and two and a half hours gameplay. That's awesome. Man. I love how you yeah. kind of pulled from every little thing that you could like hooked and you saw the success that they were having. The, she's a past guest of mine too. And also oh. like black box kind of like leveraging some of the things that you have to do with the iPhone. I love how you're just pulling these different pieces together and incorporating imaginary. The other thing I want to talk to you about, Simeon, is it's just one story, right? So it's not subscription-based. It's just one story, you read it all, and then you pay for the the full version. What's the conversion look like for you? Uh, the conversion is actually pretty great. Uh, just before I go to that, I would like to tell you, uh, the story about how I knew, uh, about the conversion, which is what is a benchmark. Uh, so once I, when I was trying to reach, uh, some people, when I launched in the U S I tried to reach, uh, uh, persons who were, uh, the creators of the games that inspired me. I also reached the creator of uh, black box. His name is Ryan McLeod. Right. He was the Apple Design Award winner. <clears throat> and I sent him uh, the link. And uh, after a while, he answered me. He, he told, this is a cool thing. And uh, this deserves hell of a more. And he uh, uh, told me that, uh, hey, I can mention it to some guys. And uh, I don't know for sure, but I think this was the reason why I got featured in the United States as Game of the Day. Because uh, I think Ryan in some way uh, mentioned me to some folks, yeah, <laughs> as cool. he promised. Yeah, so I just want to thank him here. <laughs> yes, and um, why I uh, remembered about this is because uh, we were discussing with him. Uh, he asked me what's the conversion. And I told him that uh, uh, with the featuring, only with the featuring traffic, because the featuring traffic is about 85% of uh, all the tra- traffic I've got. I mean, I've got about 180,000 downloads at the moment, and 85% of them are featuring. So from this traffic, I got 7% uh, conversion rate from those who started playing to those who who bought the full version. 
And Ryan told me that the benchmark was like two or three percent. And in black box, he had like five percent. So I think seven percent is pretty good thing. And I think it's due to this integration of paywall. Because uh, hmm. I, I was on some conferences and I even thought, saw somebody referencing to our paywall because uh, they showed that it really works. It, it, it uses a lot of things like, you know, like uh, hooking when you see the higher price and then it falls. When uh, you show the customer like nine, 99 and then you show, okay, we can give it to you for 4.99 and it totally works. Yes, yeah, so uh, the conversion rate of 7%, I think this is due to this thing. And uh, it's pretty good. So you got, you're glad. getting an amazing conversion rate, but you said there you, you have an offer in getting them to convert? Is that what it is? Uh, no, no. What do you mean by an offer? So what do you mean by the 499? And that's why this Yeah, works. I mean, uh, 4, uh, um, 499 is the final price you get. Yes. So uh, actually, I don't know how to describe it in uh, words because you have to see it. So I, mm, I'm encouraging everyone who's listening to see how it was uh, integrated. So okay. the thing is, when you reach the paywall, you can see it on the video uh, on the YouTube if oh, you want to yeah, yeah. walk through. Yeah, yeah, I'll do yeah. that right now. It's like, uh, I can even tell you the, it's like 23, tw 23rd minute. At the Man, beginning, you're good. okay, <laughs> yeah. So it says, it says like you have to pay, and uh, like uh, if if if, it, if we're talking about Steven, yes, the book says, and Steven had to pay nine ninety nine to continue, and mm. then are you kidding me? Was the first thought that intentionally crossed Steven's mind? Uh. Blah, blah 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 blah. Yeah, and blah 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 blah, and then it says, but and through the plot, the thing was you had to pay for their CAD machine. Like the coin, you need Michael, the character over there, had to pay for the coin. That's awesome. And so, yeah, and so, but it said, okay, nine ninety nine. He didn't want to pay for this, and he thought, wow, maybe I should shake their CAD machine. And we offered person to shake his phone, and he shook it, and you can see it on the video. And uh, oh, in the video, it's like twenty three forty. Yes, he shakes this, and the price nine ninety nine. Literally, it falls. It falls to four ninety nine, and it, uh, the book says uh, the price fell down to <laughs> four ninety nine. Ah, I see what you mean. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah. So you incorporated just buying something within the story as well yeah. into yeah. just what the and then the, the price point of nine ninety nine coming down. That's brilliant, dude. Yeah, I love yeah, this, Simeon. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. So it was really what we came by with our with the team, and it was like you know, the final thing. We thought, yeah, that's cool because uh, I by myself I don't like to be interrupted by you know pay for continuing, pay to continue, and I also didn't want to make it uh, imaginary paid. I mean premium model because uh, I didn't know how to promote such thing. That's awesome. And uh, so I was thinking about how do I make. Uh, really integrated, really mm, not so uh, rough uh, paywall. So this what came after, yes. And I, I love this solution. I really love it. So that wasn't <clears> a part <throat> of the original version? It was just something as an upgrade? No, it, was, uh, it wasn't in beta version, but it was in, uh, when, we when we launched. Oh, got it. In beta version, 
in bet in better version uh, there wasn't uh, there was no price falling there was like you have to pay for the coin to to their cat machine it was also cool but this part where the, you have to shake to drop the price yeah like you know you are interacting with the app like you are feeling you're actually uh have some uh power above the price it really worked and it clicked Yes, hey, Simeon, so the last thing I yeah. wanted to cover is, I want to make sure we're good on time. I want to go too long, but sure. is, are from a user perspective, are you seeing people come being back every day? Are they finishing it in a single day? What does that look like? It looks like most of them finish just uh, right. They begin and in two hours, they're off. <laughs> okay, so they're <laughs> so done like and they the pay? Beginning. 7% yeah. pay and then... Yeah, I guess 93% never know the end of the story. But so it's usually you don't need to get them to coming back. Because what I was curious about is if they do come back the next day, like how do you get them to come back? But I guess the story is short enough that they can finish in a couple hours and they, they rather they want to finish in a couple hours. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, those who don't finish in two hours, they eventually they come back. I don't know how, but probably it's interesting for them. So yeah, they come back, but the most of them they just finish from the beginning, just in, in the first time they open the app. How are you continuing yes. to grow downloads for the app? Is it purely, purely reliant on ASO right now? Uh, yes, it's ASO right now. I'm also trying to have some press coverage. Uh, I mean, it's quite difficult to explain people about what this game is about. Right. I have a beautiful trailer. It's about minute long. It. Uh, describe something but still it's quite difficult you know to contact with press and explain to them that this is something interesting this is not some uh, usual thing and uh, i'm working on it yeah like i mean uh, i'm trying to do this easy way would be black box meet black box meets you know hooked and it you know maybe that is something that people get people excited about that's a nice idea nice idea most people understand both apps all right simeon well before we hit the big finish I do want to thank my last sponsor, Adjust.com, a huge company. I'm super excited to have them on. They are sponsoring our next virtual summit, but a part of this is also sponsoring the podcast as well. You've got big brands using them. So if you're looking for a mobile analytics tool that can help you figure out where are people coming from, what are they doing within the app, and how do I scale up a particular channel? That's what Adjust does. They're trusted by Yelp, Zynga, Spotify. And here's exactly what I'll tell you. And I'm going to read a testimony that they got in their website. Brian Hahn, Director of User Acquisition at one of my favorite apps, Hotel Tonight. With Adjust, we can track and measure whatever we want in real time. It's a fully flexible solution that gives us insight beyond just a click and install. We can investigate all our downstream events and optimize towards our goal. That's what you get. So is this ad network leading to more subscribers? Are they paying? You don't want to know if they're just getting a low cost CPI because then you don't know what they're doing downstream. What are they doing within the app? That's what Adjust will help you figure out. So go check them out. It is adjust.com. Let them know that you heard it on this podcast. Once again, it is adjust.com. Simeon, this has been absolutely amazing, but let's go to the big finish. Give us one app we definitely have to check out. Uh, well, uh, I've already mentioned Black Box, right? So I'm sure everyone has to check it. I'm sure everyone has uh, to see what it can offer. Uh, but uh, if you want me to name another one, I would probably uh, say uh, Headspace. I love the way they uh, made... It's about um, 
it's about awareness, you know, it's like meditations app. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, and uh, it's pretty cool. I like their style. I like their visual style. I like their user experience, uh, which they have there. So I would definitely recommend it for everyone, I think. Yeah. I'm going to edit that part out. My dog was barking, so I'll probably click, uh, clip that out from us. Okay, did I answer the question? Yeah, right? you did. Perfect. Yeah. Ah, okay. Luna, okay. no. Shh. <laughs> Shh. But, uh, this is what I get. All right. The next question, I'm going to ask for the next question. Ready? What's a lesson that took you the longest to learn? Oh, uh, probably it's the most painful thing. You know, you have to put uh, your app as quick as, I mean, to deliver the new updates as quick as possible to check if it works or not. I mean, you usually want to make everything perfect. And uh, you and it took me a long, long time to understand that the, fir- the faster I deliver it, the faster I understand what's wrong with it, and uh, the better result will be at the end. I so uh, I don't have to make everything perfect. What are you yes. using to figure that out? Like what features to build next? Is it like through feedback form or what are you using? What's I'm using uh, actually, uh, we also have, of course, I'm monitoring reviews, but uh, I use analytics. I use Amplitude for this purpose. And uh, I've got, you know, like uh, funnel uh, because every page of my book, I have a tracker there and I can see on which page uh, users drop off. So I can actually see it looks like I can send you the screenshot in the Skype. I don't know if you need it. Sure. Like like this. So and uh, you can see here these are the main points in my book. And uh, this is uh, how I monitor on how th- how it's going, and I monitor on whether the feature I added uh, made made some difference or not. That's awesome. Man. Like when I like when I'm changing the plot, and I see that oh okay, it uh, was it it became better, it made more conversion rate. Yes, so so it worked. Love it. I mean, so, yeah. Sorry, do you want to cover anything else? No, I, I wanted to say that data is important Got because it. it's, uh, yeah. Love it. The app is called Maginary. It is M-A-G-I-N-A-R-Y. Just search for it in the app store. Game of the day from the app. So well done. Maginary app, if you want to check it out on the web, app and Maginary on the app store. Simeon, if the audience wants to connect with you personally, do you want to send them anywhere else? Uh, they can uh, contact me by hello at imaginary.app or uh, they can just they can find this email on the imaginary.app. I think this would be the best uh, way to contact me. Awesome. It is uh, hello think. at imaginary.app. Samyon, thank you so much for coming on and doing this. Thank you for inviting me, Steve. That was a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you at the next chat. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.